Well, welcome back to the Genius Podcast. We have a bit of a different episode for you today, and that is a conversation with Von Hosking and myself debriefing the Awaken the Dream Within Catholic Women's event, which we held last weekend. You will hear us just unpack this, so I won't give too much away, but honestly, it was amazing. And if you're wanting to get access to those talks, you still can. You can purchase a pass for the recording. So just email us at karen at geniusproject.co. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode with Vaughn and myself. Hey, Vaughn, welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to be talking Hello. to you after our awesome weekend. I know. Hey, Kaz. Yeah, that was so wonderful. Wish I was back there with you in the Canberra studio. Just so fun. So fun. fun. I know. So for those listening, Vaughn flew down from Brisbane to Canberra to co-host the Friday evening of our Awaken the Dream online virtual and live Catholic Women's mm-hmm. event. And it was fun. We, It was a really yeah. great night, Friday night with you. I love, love, love doing those things with you, Vaughn. Oh, awesome. set me a light. So like cool. I went home. <laughs> I went home that night and Pete was still up, thank goodness, and we just had the best chat. I just, I felt alive, I felt inspired, I felt, yeah, it was just really wonderful. And I miss you, Karen. I miss being with you in person. I miss miss you too. (laughs) And because you used to live in Canberra before you got married, but you've been gone three years now and I miss you. Yeah, We had so many great conversations. Yeah, we did. I was Go saying, I, I saw, you know how Facebook has memories that come up on yes. like memories that have events in the past. And a, a memory that came up just yesterday was the first sisterhood conference I went to. No and way. And that was, really? yes, yes. And I went because I was working for the vocations office, the, the yes, vocations were. office for the Brisbane Arch, Catholic Archdiocese. And I came because of that. And I think I'd, I'd definitely heard about Sisterhood Conference prior to that, but not enough. No one I knew had gone at that stage. And I went, and that was when I first met you. And I was like, yeah. I've got to be friends with this woman. I love her. <laughs> and then when really? I went to, yes, I just wanted, I was like, this so lady funny. is on fire. And then when I moved to Canberra, probably a year or two, not too far, yeah, after that, I, I think I moved. Did I message you or we connected very soon after I got there? We actually bumped into each other at, at, the, at the cathedral, cathedral at 5 right. Mass one day, yes, actually. We did. And I think yes. my husband, Jonathan, had maybe ridden with Pete. Oh, he had. Bikes. That's right. Yeah, I so there was a couple of connections. So they'd actually met. Yeah, it yes. was funny. And then we yeah. had you guys over for dinner and we the did. rest is history, history. as they say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Such a yeah. God friendship. So it blessed is. that you were here and it was lovely to have the time. And I thought we could just jump on this podcast today and just mm-hmm. unpack and debrief the event because there was so much in it and it was just such a blessing for yeah. so many of the women who attended. Like I've had just... I've been really overwhelmed and blown away by the messages from women just expressing gratitude and yes gratitude for hosting the event but it was deeper than that it's a gratitude because they felt it was the first time that they had actually been given permission to dream and Mm. to get in touch with the desires that God had placed within their hearts and 
that somewhere along the the road of life, whether Mm. it's through busyness or grief and trauma, whatever it is, a lot of them had felt that their dreams had gone underground and even died. And so hence the the name of the theme of the weekend was Awaken the Dream Within. And I really felt leading into that, that the Lord really wanted to wake women up. And I said this in my Mm. opening keynote that we have to quit sleepwalking through our own lives. Yes. Like we oh, just so yes. many we- don't you think? Oh, we I do. Mean, I, feel, I think guilty I'm, of it. Yes, yeah, and it's, it's such a good um, analogy. It is such a good analogy yeah. that um, not taking any notice, just very blind to actually what is actually happening. Actually Get a- happening. awake. Be awake. Yeah. Yes. And because yep. the hustle can happen and the pressures of mm. life, and it's not even just a pressure, it's a layer upon layer and yes. it wears you down. And so yeah. you end up just going through the motions, like leading right. these lives of quiet desperation. Mm. And I think what was really beautiful about this event was giving women a space where they were invited into their own hearts to reconnect with themselves and I guess to reevaluate what they want out of their life and how they're living and what are the unique and unrepeatable gifts that God has placed within them. And this is a real passion of mine to see women Mm -hmm. connect with their unique genius and then to look at ways in which that genius can be activated in service and contribution. Ah, that's so good. And and I know that (laughs) you found just, yeah, yeah, you found co-hosting Friday night with me was a blessing oh, to you because absolutely. you felt like step, you were stepping into your gifts. Yes, yeah, I came I came home from that zapping, as I call it, really. I, I feel yeah. I have this zapping feeling when I feel alive, like I'm like, yes, the ideas are coming, creative flow. I feel yes. I know that I'm alive when creativity is happening for me. I think, in fact, I probably mm. would say that for a lot of people, creativity mm. happens when they're stepping into their genius it just looks different that creativity but yeah I just felt so alive I felt very open Pete and I had a really good chat when I got home that real like life-giving conversation where you're alive Mm. and I yeah Yeah. I knew just being also stepping into your gifts plus being around people who enable you to come alive allow that and that Mm. was being with you and Jonathan and going yeah this is this is my space this is what I'm me Yes. Mm. Yeah, it was awesome. And I I love it. It was fun bouncing off one another. It was great. And I often, there's this beautiful quote that I mentioned in the event, but that the glory of God is man or woman Mm. fully alive. Mm. And I think that so many of us need permission to connect Mm. with those unique desires and dreams. And I often make the point that they're not random. They're actually clues to your calling. Like Mm. I think some women might fall into the category of thinking, oh, it's a little self-indulgent. Yes. Or maybe I'm promoting myself. But you know what? God doesn't do anything. Yeah, he doesn't do anything Mm. by accident. Like he places those desires in our heart for a reason and a purpose. Yes, absolutely. I think. Yeah. uh, Yeah. I was thinking yesterday, reflecting yesterday because it was International Women's Day. And I just thought the... What I was reflecting on particularly was you don't need to, we don't need to be ashamed of identifying and being um, vocal about the gifts that we have. It's it's okay Mm. to say, this is what I'm good at. This is is. what I am good at. And saying that to people, I think it's a good thing to do. Like it's not like God wants us to identify what we are good at and uh, actually work in it. I think Mm. it's actually really hard for people to say that. 
because one, it makes you vulnerable yes. because it opens people up to, it opens your other people, it gives the opportunity for other people to say, no, you're not good at that. Mm-hmm. So it's actually quite vulnerable. And so that's, I think that's why a lot of people try and protect themselves. And they say, I don't say what I'm good at. No one can tell me I'm not good at something, but yes. that's, we have to just, we have to be brave and escape and not think about that and say, you know what, I have, no matter what people think or say about me, I know how God created me and I have to be, stand firm in that. Absolutely. And I think one of the other things that we did in the event was taking it back to when we understand our identity as Mm -hmm. a beloved daughter, then Mm. the gifts and the things that we're called to do come secondary to that. So it's, yes, it's understanding our identity as the beloved and then stepping into our unique calling that God has given to us as a gift. Mm. And it's not just about self-promotion because we've got a lot in the professional and the personal development space. Mm. But when we're talking about godly dreaming, what we're talking about is really stepping into your purpose, into the plans that God has for you to use your gifts to ultimately bring glory to him. And, yes, it's, and yeah. it was just the whole weekend was just this smorgasbord, wasn't it, of oh. guest speakers and import and yeah. women that were truly operating in their gift. Like we had yeah. the saga, Georgia and Alyssa yeah. singing on the Saturday morning. And holy cow, those two women are just amazing. Yeah. Love their voices. They're but stunning. when I watch them sing, my yeah, my heart soars mm. because mm. I'm witnessing them live Truly in the life. gift, do what they're called to yeah. do. Mm. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah, it is. Yeah. What it was is your, beautiful. Um, oh, it is beautiful seeing people working their gifting, isn't it? Like it's actually truly a beautiful yeah. experience when someone is yeah. is alive in their gifting. Yeah, even when they just, sometimes they don't even know it. They might be doing something that just comes very naturally to them, but it's a beautiful thing mm. to see. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm. I'm interested in what was your favourite talk, which in terms of the message from a guest speaker, which one resonated with yeah, you the most? Probably I really loved the mindset stuff that Marianne um, spoke about. I loved yes. that. I yeah. loved, I think for many people, the mindset, managing our mindset or being being aware of our mindset is one of the biggest barriers to stepping into mm. knowing or identifying your gifts or actually using them because mm-hmm. there are so much, like our, our mind is a powerful thing, our brain is a powerful thing and it can either enable or it can stop us actually doing things. So I love that. I really love that. Plus yeah. tying that back into the, the fact that God has anointed us in these gifts. So mindset, so science mm. stuff plus our deeper calling in, yeah. in the fact that we are a yeah. daughter of Christ. Yeah, so I loved that. I love that. I think there is in the personal development world out there, in the business world, in the startup, there is lots of mindset stuff and it's wonderful mm-hmm. things, but well, we always have to connect it into, yes, but I, where is God in this? Where is God in this? Where is God yes. calling me in this? Yeah. yeah Absolutely. What I, and what about you? that scripture... Yeah, just on what you were saying, I think tying it into that scripture of be renewed by the transformation of your mind. And so if we're looking at growing, whether it's in our gifts or any area in our life, that Mm. it starts with the renewal of the mind. I absolutely agree with you. I think I really loved Mary Lenneberg's talk on the Friday Mm -hmm. night. And I just love that woman so much. She is really beautiful. So great. She is anointed. I'd love to hear the, the, I know that you spoke to her directly, but you didn't have the footage of it, but you have the voice recording, don't you? 
Yes, and I'm going to send audio. that out to everyone. Absolutely. Awesome. Yes. Great. Yeah, I'd love yes. to hear that. Everybody that everyone that registered for the conference will get access to all of the talks and the recordings Great. this week. And so Mary's yeah. actual talk will be in there. But I love, she covered like what happens when dreams die. And Mm. I really love that. She has the story. She was on our, on my podcast last year. So people can hear that to hear her story. But essentially I loved what she was saying. I, I can't, but God can. Mm. And so often in life, when our dreams die, it's because we're overwhelmed and there's grief and there's a lot of yuck stuff happening around us. And I think the key is how do we walk through that? And she said to me last year, I had a rough year last year, and she just said, suffer, my friend, suffer well. (laughs) And it occurred to me that we actually have a choice to make when we're faced with whatever life throws at us. And the choice we make, it's not so much about what we're facing, but it's about who we're becoming in the process. And this is what she really picked up on and, and that I loved. And it ties into, I think I mentioned it in one of my talks, but the first AAs, the first step in the AA yeah. program was that we admitted we were powerless over our dependencies and that our lives had become manageable. Mm. And I often think that when we hit a point where we're unhappy and life isn't going well and we're exhausted, depleted, overwhelmed, we have that choice in that moment to say, okay, I can't, but God can. And recognizing that we, we can't do anything without him. And this is what I really loved about Mary's talk is that she invites us into this deeper relationship with Christ where we are invited into this utter dependency on him. And I know in my own life that when I reach that point, that sacred point, that's actually where he comes to meet me and he really starts to speak. And so often we have to walk through that yuck <laughs> to get yeah. through it. And and I loved how she invited us into that journey in our own hearts and our own stories. Yeah. That was oh, really beautiful. So good. Suffer, my yeah. friend. I will remember that. Suffer well, my friend. Yes. I know. Yes. It pierced me. I'm like, Whoa. It is. Because <laughs> it's so countercultural, isn't it? It's so mm. cultural to what the rest of the world tells yes. us about suffering. Yeah, and it's just like yeah. hustle, hustle harder. Yeah. You, you can do it. Suck it up. Yeah, if you can. Yeah, numb yeah, it out, you know, whatever those it. dysfunctional patterns are. Yeah. And I think what the women are telling me that this weekend did was give them the space to take inventory of their own lives and to reevaluate where they're at. And I think that was a really beautiful come from the conference. But then yes. the other, I just loved all the speakers. These would be like my most favorite speakers all in one event. But Laura Rowland yeah. from the state, mm. she talks about the power of ordinary and the power of our fiat at the power yeah. of our yes. Like mm. what yeah. happens when we actually say yes to God and what's mm-hmm. possible. That was powerful. I loved on the Saturday, January Donovan, she really broke yes. open how do you dream? Because we think that dreams are this airy fairy thing, but they're actually, to dream is actually a skill set that we need to learn. It is. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, God places a unique dream within each one of our hearts and it's not something that's airy-fairy. It's like God has actually given a dream. He has planted within you from when you were created, you know, a dream and a vision for how you're going to live your life and what you're going to do and how you're going to serve. 
But I think so many women don't actually know what that dream is. We lose touch with that for whatever reasons, through busyness, through pain, through overwhelm and overload. And we don't actually know what the God dream in our hearts is. I think in Habakkuk, Bonnet says, you know, write the vision down, make it plain so that he who can, or she, who sees it and reads it can run with it. One of the things that I'm really passionate about is, I guess, giving women formation and giving them skills and tools to actually help them step out and take that next step. And so some of the things and the ways that we do that through the Genius Project is through these online masterclass courses where a strategist and a person walks with you and a group of women as you kind of unpack these things, these dreams and these skills that you need. Can you explain a bit more about that, like how that works, what it is? Absolutely. So what happens is you sign on to a masterclass group and I, as a strategist, meet with you and a group of about 10 or 15 other women once a fortnight over the course of a few months and I walk you through the masterclass course. So I give formation, I provide a sense of accountability and encouragement. So we have this saying at the Genius Project that says we're good on our own, but we are so much better in community. And I think when you gather with women who are hungry for growth and for transformation, then we really push each other forward. And as you walk through this masterclass, I think women experience profound transformation in their personal life, in how they're living, in their mindset and what they're doing. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I have this saying, and Jonathan says to me all the time, we can't give what we do not possess. Like we can't give from an empty cup. Yeah. And... I think what they're doing is they're really teaching women's skills to fill their cup so that they can live in the fullness of who they were created to be, to live a life of contribution and the abundant life. Yeah. So does that mean these courses will be available in Australia now? Yes. So through the Genius Project, basically women can access the woman's school if they like me to lead them through that as a strategist. And I'm hoping that mm-hmm. other women like maybe yourself yeah. <laughs> may come on board as a strategist one day. And if women are interested in being strategists, to let me know because my heart through Sisterhood and Genius Project is really just yeah. to support and walk with women and yours too, Vaughn. Like you've got yeah. such a passion for women walking with them. We've got this beautiful community of sisterhood in Australia but I think it's I've wanted for many years now to and one of my hearts behind setting up sisterhood was that women would receive really good formation in what it is to be a Catholic woman in the world today yes and I I feel like this course is the starting place for a lot of women Mm. and yeah Yeah, so there's quite a lot of women from the event who've contacted me who are going to be joining my first masterclass at the end of March. So, wow, that is so exciting. That is so good. Yeah, I think it's true. I think even just being a Catholic woman in, you think about being in the workplace, you're up against a lot. So just to have those formation in that area, like how do I hold myself? How do I respond in in certain ways? How do I dress even? How do I form my day? How do I make the most of my day? How do I set up routines? All of those little things that we're not necessarily taught growing up. Like it it may be something that our parents pass on to us, but often it's not. That's right. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And things like boundaries and 
capacity, routines, all of those things, mindset. Like I think as women, one of our greatest traps is that comparison trap. And, And Renee Doyle spoke about this when she unpacked what are your unique gifts and skills in her keynote. And I think that so often if we lose sight of our own dream, then we run the risk of actually trying to live someone else's dream and that never works well. And so it's about returning to, okay, what is your unique design? What is your motivational design? How has God designed and wired you? So it's about getting to know who you are in the Lord, the gifts he's placed within you. And then once you understand that, looking at what you have to offer. And I think it's very important. I know back when we studied at the John Paul II Institute, we had a moral theologian and Jonathan actually asked him if it was morally acceptable to own a particular brand of car. <laughs> like, this guy came all the way from Rome. He's like one of the world's greatest so moral theologians. And Jonathan asked him that question that and he answered so it. But I remembered part of his answer. He said, we have to ask and answer these three questions in this order. Who am I? Where am I yeah. going and who will travel with me? Yeah, that's good. Oh, that makes me excited. Yeah. <laughs> I really do a lot of, I think, just journeying with you, Karen, and really applying mm. different things in my life. Plus my sister-in-law, Megan, who you've had on your podcast last year, I think. she yes. just learning from different people of how to set up your day, how to live a really intentional life as a Christian woman I've applied things and it does it it brings fruit right you actually allow yourself to open up to more and what and the possibilities what else is possible plus also as you said boundaries like there is a season for everything too you may things may be really good or an opportunity may seem like something that you really want to do but is it the right time you often say that yes is it it the the time? time yeah absolutely Yeah, absolutely. So true. And I think this is one thing where we don't appreciate often our season that we're in. Mm. And I I know in the months leading up to this Awaken the Dream event, the Lord was really stirring in my spirit this idea of telling women not to sleepwalk through their own lives, that we only Mm. get one shot. And my opening keynote for the conference, I spoke about the theme of my son's school last year, and they had this liturgical theme. And the theme was one wild and precious life. And they asked the boys this question, what are you going to do with your one wild and precious life? And so I opened the conference with that same question for the women, just what are you going to do with your one wild and precious life? And we only get one shot at this life. And I've had seasons where I'm overwhelmed. And like last year was definitely one of those years where I would not, Mm. it would not be my finest year. And I almost became a victim, I feel, to my own life and all of the stuff that was going on. Yeah. But it was Laura Rowland said to me around Christmas, she said, we actually have a choice. We still have a lot of power, even in the midst of difficulty and grief. And it really struck me. And so... In my heart, leading into this conference, I think what the Holy Spirit was saying to women was that he wanted to invite them into this idea of awakening the dream within. Now, this doesn't have to be on some grand scale, like writing a book or on a speaking platform, but what he really wanted to do was awaken women to their call in their current situation and their current sphere of influence. So. Like you said, like whatever their season is right now, that 
the Holy Spirit was wanting to call them to wake up in that season and live the fullness of their vocation right here, right now. Mm. Gosh, that's true. Yeah, so yeah. We all need to hear that. I need to hear that. We do. Day, right? Yeah, I do. Because it's. I think it's because, like you said, life. I think the mon the mundane part of life. Yes. The just the the day to day life. If the if day you, in day out. Yeah, if you're working, going to work every day. If you have kids, if you're at home having kids with kids, just that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yep, I've got kids. Got to feed. Just I feel like that's my season, and I feel yes. like I'm. I feel I try to on a. But some days I, I do well at it, some days I don't, but I try mm-hmm. to spark it up. I try to, some yeah. days when I'm making porridge, I'm like, yes, I am. This is because this is what I used to dream about. This, yes. I know it, does, it seems That weird, was your dream. That was, right. That, <laughs> there was one point that I was like, oh, won't it be wonderful when I can have a husband and care for my husband and have beautiful little children that I can care for. And, and now you're there. <laughs> and I'm here. But like that and, teaching and that forming, it, it, the idea of it sounds much more glamorous than the actual. Yeah, of course it does. It. So yes. I need to, I need to remind myself. Yes, I. This is a beautiful time. I have little children at home with me. There will be a time, in a few years, very close, that they won't be home with me, and I have the opportunity now to form them, to teach them, to enjoy them, to all the things. And I've, yeah, I've got to. For me, it may sound weird to others, but I have to make that look good for me. Do you know what yeah. I have oh, to be like, absolutely. okay, like, yeah. my house, like I, I love, actually I was speaking to another beautiful Catholic woman, Jenna, who is just Jenna-ish on Instagram, must follow her. But she, we were talking about furnishing our home and just the art of creating the home environment when you are a stay-at-home mum is really important yeah. yes. because it's about, it, it actually sparks creativity within you. It sparks imagination it, yeah. yeah, it's actually really important to actually surround yourself with something that makes that also brings you alive too. Yes. Um, anyway, that's a that's a side thing, but no, it's, it's so true. Yeah, it's so true. Yeah. And I think we all fall into this at some point, and it's the flip side of the comparison trap where we look around and we think, oh, it looks much better over her side of the fence. It's, and there's yes. often that saying that's the grass is greener on the other side of the mm-hmm. fence, but it's actually greener mm-hmm. wherever you water it. So it's what you yeah. make of your season. And Laura said to me, we have a lot of power. We have far more power than we think we do. And yes. that's what I really love about this woman school course is because it invites women to take responsibility for their life and their sphere of influence and develop habits and things that are going to see them flourishing and yes I think oh just before the conference I found this quote from John Paul II and it's really beautiful it ties into this and he says that we are entrusted with the task of crafting our own life in a certain sense we are Mm -hmm. to make of it a work of art a masterpiece mm. and whatever sphere of influence we find ourselves in we're called to co-create with God our life and whatever it is that we're doing with our life our vocation our season and co-create with him an atmosphere of love and of service yeah. and of joy and hope yeah all those things yeah and yeah so, actually yeah that quote reminds me of something I read yesterday funnily enough I was just thinking about it but I was reading a story of this of a journalist who was just been reflecting on her career and she said a quote for her mum she her mother said edit your life viciously as it is your Mm. masterpiece something like that but it's Mm. very similar to that like Mm. we we have the 
it's, it is a masterpiece and we have we have the opportunity to do to work with God on that and go okay how are we gonna yeah. how are we gonna make it look absolutely um, and it's the road of our sanctification yeah. it's how we become yeah. the fullness of who God created us to be this journey of discovering who he's created us to be discovering how we serve but to, to actually do that with him and to grow yeah. in holiness and to grow more into who he wants us to be every day. And I think that's all, that's the goal, right? That is the goal. It is the of goal. All of this yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I love you. Know, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to ask Karen and it's similar to what you were saying before about stuff. How do you, and probably because this is a season I'm in, it's easy to think that doing what you are good at or sorry, Working in your gifting and taking action in your life and making your life look what you want it to look, it's easy to think that will then be easy or look good mm. or feel good. Yeah. yeah. What What would you say? <laughs> what would you say when it it doesn't feel good? That feeling yeah, where it's okay. I am. I am choosing. I'm working. I'm praying. I'm giving my life to the Lord every day. I'm following yeah. Him. I. I'm honouring the gifts that he has given me and I'm trying hard to work in. But it's hard. It's it doesn't it's not going the way I expected. What would you say? What would you speak to women who are yes. going through that? Okay, so the first thing I would say is that they have to, before they step out, understand their why. Understand mm -hmm. why they're doing it. And to discern well if this is what the Lord is calling them to do rather than is this just something they want to do. So I think when the Lord is calling you, even when it gets to the hard, there's still a joy or a sense of flow or a sense that you are still doing what you're called to do. The yeah. perfect example of that was this event, like the tech that was required to run this virtual event was like ridiculous. And a few days out, I said to Jonathan, yeah. oh, let's just quit. Let's not do this. This is too hard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and But I was like, there was something so strong in my spirit that was like, no, you've got to push through that and to deliver this event. Now, that's a simplistic example, but I think when you understand your why and you really discern that and you really discern if this is what God is calling you to, then you have to surrender and then you have to walk in trust. And, and mm -hmm. you also have to have really good people around you, like mentors and if you're married, you're co-discerning with your husband. I truly yeah. believe in that quote, a house divided against itself will not stand. That yeah. even if you're doing something and your husband's not doing the same ministry, but you definitely need his support for what you're doing. The other thing I'd say is I have seen a lot of women who think that uh, stepping into their gift is more important than their vocation. And there's this hierarchy of vocation. And so our gifting actually sits a little bit further down from the very top. So the very top of that is our universal vocation, as Edith Stein says. So we are yes. all called to love as God loves. Like our life, yes. as St. Scholastic has said, is not an endless to-do list, but a journey of yes. love. Yeah, um, St. John yeah. of the Cross, at the end of our life, we will not be judged on what stages we've spoken on, what books we've written, who we've helped. We will be judged on love alone and how well we've loved. So that is mm. the, our universal vocation. Then we have our primary vocation and that is how we're called to live that out. So that's through marriage, through consecrated life, religious life, or being single for the Lord. And then there is our secondary vocation or our individual vocation and that 
they are our gifts, how we are uniquely called to serve the Lord. And yeah. there are seasons for everything. Like I remember filming my genius project on uh, the feminine genius when I was pregnant with my youngest daughter. That was like 11 years mm. ago. And we filmed it and I just threw up after we got home like for nine months and that had to get shelved for about four years. So wow. somehow we have to surrender to God. If he yeah. wants it to happen, it will happen and it will happen in his time. Yeah. I don't know if that answers yeah. your question, but it does. I, it does. Yeah. It gives a sense yeah, of think, peace to the process. Yeah. And I think we yeah. really have to, everyone knows my word last year was pursue peace. And I, I didn't yeah. like that word. I wanted to give it back to God because it was not a peaceful year. <laughs> That's I was like, not what I want. pursue pizza. <laughs> so this yeah. year he gave me rest. I'm like, <laughs> okay, let's just lay back. <laughs> let's rest. <laughs> but I think we have to, and this is what I've learned is, be attentive to the inspirations of the Holy Spirit in our life. And Jacques Philippe yep. talks about this in his book, but we have to carve out time and space for prayer and solitude because it's in the quietness yeah. of the heart that the Lord speaks. So if we have this idea and we're all frantic and we're a bit manic and we're, I've got to do this, I'm not quite sure mm. the Lord's in that energy. He, no. He's in the No, that's peace. so true. Like you can hustle yeah. and work hard for a vision, yes. that's but, right. Mm. But undergirding that, there has to be this sense that you have prayed it through, that you've surrendered it, yes. and that you're operating from a place yeah. of deep peace. Yeah. yeah. And there's a real difference. There's a, mm. I think some people don't that I've found, like when I talk about this with people, they're like, what's the difference? There is, there's a real difference in, especially even if, if you're working in it, the difference, or if you perceive it in others. There's a real difference between those who hustling with peace, the driven, yes. the real drive of, and I probably see that with my husband a lot. He has a real, he is quiet, has a sense of peace. He doesn't do things Yes, sporadically. he does, that's true. Yes. <laughs> Whereas yes. I'm probably more inclined to go, like this is what I want to do. God and knew like, that you and I couldn't be in the same city. <laughs> I would be like, come on, let's go. <laughs> I know. You have to separate like, them by a lot. <laughs> that's right. It'd be like, pow. But like, okay, let's steady float it. It would be. Yeah, it's that real, yeah. it sent, I, I make no, this doesn't really make sense when I'm speaking it, but there is difference between the two. Absolutely. Yeah. And like I mentioned that in that opening keynote is there is a difference between a godly and a worldly vision. Like a godly yeah. vision, there is peace, but the worldly one, there's a lot of hustle and the worldly mm. dream and vision ends in exhaustion, whereas there's deep peace with a godly vision. And yeah. the worldly one is self-seeking, whereas a godly vision is really ultimately leading people to Christ and pointing to the glory of God. So yeah. there's a huge difference. Oh, and I just, I so think, it, and see, this is when we're talking about skill sets that women need, like we need to know how to discern. We need to know yeah. how to be in tune with the inspirations of the Holy Spirit so that we can make yeah. really good choices for our lives. And then yeah. if we go on to get married and have kids, there's a lot of responsibility there to make good choices oh. for you, for your family. Huge. You and, them out. Good choices really, really determine the, tra the trajectory of our mm -hmm. life. And they may seem small at the time, they may seem big at the time, for example, who you marry. But some smaller decisions do really change where we are heading. One person yes. in my life who makes fantastic choices is my yes. younger sister Rosie she has mm. always made really steady good good choices, choices. Yeah. yeah I always mm. look to her I'm like she is she 
I would say she has never made a wrong choice. That's my perception of her. It's just sure. very steady flow. Mm. And I think I probably see it because it's something that I want more of in my life. It's something if you lack of something you want, you see it in others. You know, yes, like, absolutely. Oh. You identify a gift and you're like, yeah, I want that. I want more of that. <laughs> I yes. want more steady flow, good choices. Really try. And, but then there's, there's another beautiful aspect to that in that some people are, yeah, we're all different and that's we are. beautiful. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. And I think there's, there's two sides of that coin. There's one side that is we, we do need to accept how we've been created. And we've had this conversation in a podcast last yeah. year. If you're an introvert, yeah. God's created you that way for a reason. You shouldn't try or feel guilty or shamed because you're not an extrovert, yes. right? Like we yeah. have a unique yes. motivational design that God has given to us and he speaks to us through that design. So there's no pressure from him mm. to try and be something else. But the other side of that is we can learn from others. So often find in marriage and parenting, looking to women who are further ahead on the journey to me and leaning into them yeah. and spending time with them and learning from their wisdom, learning how they do things, going, I like that. I like the fruit that's born in your family. How did you do that? How can I maybe implement yeah. some of those things in yeah. my own family? And so I think having a community, as I said before, we're good on our own, but we're so much better together as we found oh, just coming together in so this virtual event. Like women mm. were just, the feedback's oh. just been so beautiful about, they just did not realize yeah. that you could have personal connection in a virtual event and they were blown away yeah. by that. It was good. Yeah, especially the, I loved the online, speed. what was it? The um, well, speed dating, the speed, speed networking. Yeah, speed dating, speed networking. <laughs> the fellowship. It was so yeah. fun. Yeah, just connecting one-on-one -on -one with a person, with another woman talking about what we've been learning yes. or what has inspired us. Yeah. Yeah, it was heaps so of good. fun. I, I got Yeah, sorry, I got Penny, you go. No, I was just going to say I got Laura Rowland at the very end of the conference and we kept going extend our time because you only get so for people who weren't on the event like it's like speed That's dating it was so, so much fun. So we're like 54321 go and you get 3 minutes with you just go speed dating around all these yeah. people and randomly land on someone that you get to know. Anyway, Laura and I just kept going extend extend. I bet you did. That <laughs> was fun. And you were like Sorry. let's chat soon. Yes. <laughs> anyway, what were you going to say? Oh, I was just going to say, if anyone listening to this podcast audio, however it's going to go out, is lacking in female, Catholic female mm. friendships or other even just connection, just people to connect, yeah, connection, mm. reach out because there are so many amazing Catholic women in Australia and beyond, yes. but yeah. and I, that's one of my big things. I love connecting with women and it, because yes. it inspires me, yes. it, seeing how other women live their lives. And I do it at the moment because it's a very accessible platform for me. I follow a lot of women on Instagram mm. and it is a really beautiful way to see how others live their life daily, see what they're doing with their children, seeing what they're doing, how they're using their gifts in a business and all different things. And it, it's inspiring. It's a really, mm. it's hard. And it, it's not necessarily, it's, it's, I think Instagram people, gets a bad rap because of the comparison trap. Yes, of course. But I think if you can manage, control that and go identify, yes, these women are working in their gifts, my gifts are, are different and I will work in mine, it, it can actually be a really beautiful 
thing Absolutely. to Absolutely. follow people yeah. on Instagram and get that inspiration. And some beautiful connections. And I think also, like you said, mm. if women are struggling, like the Sisterhood National Catholic Women's Movement is a place also where we really mm. encourage women to connect and get yes. involved in a small connect group and then come along to our local mm-hmm. retreats and our big national conference when COVID's ended. Yes. Because that network is just such a beautiful national community of women and it's just growing all the time. And so, yes, so if anyone's interested, info at sisterhood.org.au and Vaughn, there you go, just giving you more work. (laughs) Thank you. Yes, email, please do contact us and we'll connect you in with a connect group in your area. That's what we, that's what we aim to do, bringing more women together. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so good. So good to chat with you, Vaughn. I just oh, want to bring you Kaz, back to Canberra, um, please. <laughs> I know. Oh, gosh, you don't even know how beautiful it, that my weekend in Canberra was really God. Yeah, God anointed. That was a really beautiful weekend. I love Canberra. And I, I say to people often, Canberra was a, a time of, it was a God time for me, a God season, because mm-hmm. I, I just, yeah, it was as soon as I entered that city, God made things happen for me and I love it like I just it's one of those I don't know if anyone uh, you yeah you probably do resonate with this Karen a season in your life where you go yes God just God was there yeah 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 it was good so I have because of that I have beautiful feelings about Canberra I'm like oh I love that city I love it I loved being there always yeah. Well, we're just going to pray you back. Maybe we could change God's mind. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but, yeah. But look, thank you for your time oh. debriefing. It was That was just awesome. And there, for all Thanks, the women Kat. that did attend the event, they can, mm. we'll be sending out those recordings this week. And if you didn't make the event, yeah. then you can purchase a pass where you can get access to some of those talks. And honestly, you couldn't have had a better lineup of speakers, right? Like any oh, incredible. event that I've organized, this oh. was just beautiful. It was the best. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And a real really range of like a, the dynamic was really different. So I yes, think women was. of all, you know, interests will really resonate with resonate there's the other the last thing i'll say is that there is also the online genius project courses which can help you go deeper in discovering your gifts Mm -hmm. learning how to discern god's will and i guess really step into your god-given call so there you go thanks Vaughn. i love it karen you're producing so much content for us i love it the content is great yeah hopefully it blesses and serves but it's just lovely connecting with you and Thank you so much. Well, I hope you enjoyed that episode, Unpacking the Awaken the Dream event with Vaughn and I. As I said at the beginning, if you have missed the event and you would like to get access to those talks, please send me an email, karen at geniusproject.co, and I can send you an order form to order some of those talks. In just a couple of weeks, I am going to be launching my very first mastermind course. Now, this is a hugely exciting opportunity for all women in joining a group of like-minded women and having me work with you over a period of months. Then I want you to send me an email, karen at geniusproject.co, because this is going to be a really exciting opportunity. What this course does is it looks at human formation and really brings together the divine and the practical and we talk about Saint Joan of Arc saying act and God will act 
And I think in my experience working with women over the past 20 years, so many women are getting stuck in their own lives. In a sense, we become victims to our circumstance and to all of the pressures of our life when we're constantly giving. Now, there's nothing wrong with giving because this is a beautiful gift of the feminine genius, but we need to do it intentionally. And what I find is that so many women are giving out of an empty place. They are depleted, they are exhausted, they are completely overwhelmed, and they don't have anything to give. And so then they start to feel overwhelmed and chaotic and resentful and angry and really frustrated. And so I want to invite you to join me and a small group of other women to go through this course. Now, I want to tell you the feedback from women going through this course is mind blowing. They say that it has truly transformed their life. What it does, it gives you some very practical tools and strategies to live your life as a woman, managing and juggling all the pressures that we have to. So we look at mindset training we look at how to dream we look at how to set goals how to set boundaries and how to step out into the purposes and the plans of God for our life because this is something that actually requires skill set and so this is what the master class teaches you it is a skill set and so I am so pumped about this course and I really would love you to join with me as we take this journey. So email me if you're interested. I can send you some information, karen at geniusproject.co. And I look forward to the journey ahead with you. There's a beautiful saying that says we're good on our own, but we are so much better in community and we need one another as women. And I want to see women really reach their full potential and to step into the fullness of who God created them to be. Because when we do this, we experience freedom and joy and we can actually bless others from the abundance of what we've been given. So God bless you. Have a beautiful week and we'll see you back on the Genius Podcast next week. God bless.